Yo, what up, what up? Back again. Run Dreams Podcast. It's been some time. What's going on, Pat? Chilling, man. What up, man? Not much, bro. Trying to be be as good as I can be right now. Shit's crazy out here. Yeah. But I, uh, what's some things that, that are helping you, you know, keep your sanity during this quarantine? And, you know, what are some things you do in the past time? Bro, honestly, like, because fortunately, like, you know, I've been, like, working from home for a minute now, right? And, you know, I had to, like, that's a complete, like, I'm super fortunate, you know what I'm saying, that that, that was able to go down for me. Because I know a lot of people, that's, like, that's not even a thing. Like, people are still just going to work regularly or, like, or just getting laid off, one or the other, you know what I mean? So after, you know, like, at 5 o'clock, I clock out or whatever. And then I just, I just, like, make music all day bro like making like i've gotten so much better unfortunately like that's the only like upside i could say about this whole thing is that like usually like before this you know i would like go places or like even like play ball or some shit like i don't even want to do that you know what i'm saying because it just doesn't feel safe man so bro i haven't i haven't played basketball in a minute the hoops out here they took them off off of the off the pole man took wow. the whole damn backboard off that shit Damn. Some places still got the backboard up, but they took the rim off. They still haven't put them bitches back up yet. Yeah, around here, like, they closed, like, um, the courts for a minute. It wasn't until, like, what, like, a month ago or some shit, they, like, they opened them up and stuff, but I'm good, bro. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like I just don't want to even risk some bullshit. Like, I'm running a full court game and I end up catching some shit. Like, nah. I'm good, like it's not that serious. Yeah, I've been hearing some shit, some shit out there. Like the cases have been going up a lot out there. Word. Because my girl, she's a nurse, so she works for the hospital out here. So yeah, you know, we we constantly always following up on that stuff, and we take it super serious, probably more so than any anyone else, because I have a, a lot more insight into her world and what she deals with at the hospital every day. But right, it's real out there, man. Like. She tells me about these cases and, and these families that are, have been affected, and it's real. I know a lot of people out there don't think this shit is real because they don't get to see it. Man. But it's real, man. That shit is it's so... The, the news can't report on every story. Right. That's what makes me so mad, bro, is that, like, nobody really takes it seriously, unfortunately, unless they're, you know, personally affected by it or somebody they know personally. Exactly. So it's like... Exactly. If you know that, just knowing that, right? Even even if you were not to know anybody personally, right? Just knowing that it's a possibility, you should be like taking precautions. But that's a whole nother fucking wormhole. Like anybody just want to believe it at this point, and like you know, masks are fake, and this is bullshit. Like yes, you just have to let them like, you know, what I'm saying like just re- remain ignorant at this point because it's like nothing you can really say. Right. So when do you feel like? These uh these COVID cases will start to drop. Originally, I pro- I predicted for it to kind of fade away <laughs> around July, but this shit actually went up way higher, record shattering higher. Yeah. So I have no fucking clue when this shit's gonna be done. Well, I, I if I had to take a guess, I would probably say maybe by next year, July. Damn, that long? That's how bad we are here, bro. Bro, people here don't don't care. They don't listen, man. Motherfuckers opened up Disney Word. this past week. That was fucking crazy. Yeah, man. I really don't have faith in people. I mean, maybe it, if it ends sooner, cool. But 
I think this thing has all, everything is going on in the world, man. I've definitely been losing faith in people in general. Yeah. And I'm, I just kind of just, I just think, you know, my friends and my family are the only people that matter right now. So, you know, as long as we good, I'm good. But yeah. I, I really don't believe in people like that nowadays. <laughs> definitely not, bro. Definitely not. And like, like you were saying though, how they, um, here's why, like, I think it's so dumb, like specifically, specifically Disney, right? Cause we, you know, we live in, we live in Florida. We, fucking been to disney and shit countless times and we just know the area and shit right like um and we know how the nba that's a whole other topic but i just want to kind of quickly kind of you know insert that shit real quick just like the nba has a bubble you know what i'm saying and they're keeping everybody confined into that small area so they make sure nobody steps out of those lines that could possibly get sick you know what i mean so yeah how much fucking sense does it make to open the whole park you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. It, it makes no fucking sense. No, it don't. Nah, but to answer your um, original question, though, I think the case is gonna go down like probably sometime around December, bro. Like, I think only because recently I saw that um, you know Donald Trump was kind of like um, showing his support of the mask, you know, wearing masks like yesterday or today or some shit. Yo, he's so he's so flip floppy, bro. Like one day he he tells you not to wear it, one day he tells you to wear it. I don't. No, nah, but I'm saying that only it, because too. only because I know that his following is like so loyal to whatever he says that if he's down with some, yeah. you know, says whatever, they're down for it. So that's the only reason mm-hmm. I would say that. Otherwise, you know, he's just gonna say whatever to get the rally. I mean, to get the base. You know, what I'm saying on his side, but. That's the only way I see this shit going away, man. Is if people just like you nah, said, stay. I think I I agree with you, man. I think December is a I think that's a fair estimate. I think mine's is more of a just a more of a frustration guess, but I if I had to go with a more logical uh answer, I think December, January definitely sounds yeah. a, a little more doable, but you never know with Americans, bro. Yeah, you're right. Like pretty much the laughing stock of the world right now um but switching into a different topic all the news with this police brutality racism all the shit going on in the world how have you been uh taking all the news of you know that you've been seeing with you know police out there and just different videos people are releasing now because now we have more documentation than ever just yeah racist acts by people and the Karens of the world and all this crazy shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, the crazy thing for me is, right, is that we've been seeing this for like, I want to say all of our lives, you know what I'm saying? Like pretty much. Police been wilding since like <laughs> ever since I can remember, bro. You know what I mean? It's just like, like you said, people are able to record them now. So it's like, you know, there's still a lot of shady shit going on that people aren't being, you know, that aren't able to record, you know, like. I think that, not to cut you off, but the, as far as the Breonna Taylor situation, I think that a lot of people, you know, I, I see a lot of people write why is Bri- Breonna Taylor's case, you know, not as uh, mainstream as the other cases. 
And I think that's definitely one of the biggest reasons why is because hers wasn't on, on film. You right. know what I mean? I think because we see all these things on film, it it, it, it gives us an actual visual and some people feel like they're actually there when they see these things, so it makes you even more outraged. Um, but I think if if there was some type of video or body cam of what happened that night, um, I think th- this this thing would would have been handled a lot more quicker. I still have hope that they'll resolve her case because her case is as crazy as it comes. It's just awful when you hear you know the detail about what happened that night. But I think that they're procrastinating on that because I think that they're taking advantage of the fact that there's no video. Right. And I think they also know that because for, for, what, like, for whatever reason, just just speaking from past experiences that we've seen with these kind of cases, specifically Mike Brown and, and Freddie Gray and th- you know, in those kind of situations, I think they know that the police are going to get off and they're fearing the reaction. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to see these riots happen again. Right. I mean, uh, if if it happens, it happens, man. I've seen a lot of people, some people very close to me that I, I've known that have had a lot of negative things to say about the protests and then the people rioting or looting. Honestly, my position on that is I really don't give a fuck. Like, Neither, if people though. feel like that's that's what they need to do, then that's what needs to get done. At the end of the day, I'm not worried about none of those stories. I'm worried about the people. So mm-hmm. all that shit could be replaced. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Was that like people that are complaining about like any riot or you know or looting that goes down is that like they not most of them. I'm not gonna say everybody's like you know everybody, but most of them they already don't like you know, the Black Lives Matter movement or any of these protests. So they're looking for any excuse to, like, dismiss it and be like, you see? You see? Like, they're they're just crazy. They're just breaking everything and shit. I don't think people are trying to understand. They just... They just don't... They don't get it, man. I mean... Yeah, like, similar to, like, how we spoke about how people, um... how How they had their reactions to not believing... You know the stuff with coronavirus, like the wearing masks and stuff. There's also no convincing people, of, you know, of something like this. You know what I'm saying? Like they're so uh, conditioned to think a certain way that anything that challenges that yeah. is bullshit. You know? So. Exactly. I think that that their privilege is what doesn't allow them to kind of be sympathetic to what's going on right now because they don't have to live with these things constantly. You know, they don't have to live with those little nuanced fears. I don't know if you saw the the kid that was playing ball and he saw the cop driving by so he hid behind the car. Yeah, I saw like, that. I saw that. It's little it's little shit like that that you know what I mean like that that we got to deal with and we got to hold over our head that that's that trauma, that that pain you know, none of these things are happening to us directly, but we're still affected by them, and it still lives with us, you know, on a day-to-day. And we have to walk around with that baggage, and it's not healthy for people, man. It's really not. Definitely not. Man. But what do you think about the NBA coming back, and do you think that 
the NBA coming back could be a distraction, you know, for the Black Lives Matter movement? Well, before we even go that deep, um, since the last time we even spoke about this, we had to kind of address the craziest, saddest NBA moment ever in my since I've been watching and since I've been alive to see it, which is Kobe's passing. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Yeah, rest in peace, Kobe. That still doesn't feel real. You know what I mean? Like that's one of those things because. Uh, since I've been watching basketball, like as a kid, you know what I'm saying? I remember um, watching Kobe and just being like, you know, because the conversation was always like, yo, he's he's the best we've seen since Jordan. You know what I mean? Like, so he was yeah. not just a, you know, a player you would see once in a while. He was like the guy. So that's what makes it so surreal that he's gone and as well as his daughter and, you know, and unfortunately, you know, um, some friends and family that uh, um, friends and families that he knew they were also part of the you know Mamba Academy that his daughter was uh, playing at. So, but yeah, man, um, that shit fucked me really bad, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. When that when that news hit, man, um, I don't think I've ever been that affected by a celebrity's death that much. Um, I was kind of, I, I, I felt sick, bro. Like I honestly felt sick. My, I've never like felt my heart beating that fast. Cause I was trying to figure out if, if it was true, if people were playing around on social media, like it, it I felt sick, bro. Like I, I was like, there's no way this is, this is like, what, 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 what kind of year is this? Like, this, nothing makes sense anymore. Seriously, bro. How I found out was I was like, I forgot what I was doing, man. I think I was like taking a shower or some shit. And then like, I just seen like a text. Somebody texted me. He's like, yo, is this real? And it was like a, like a TMZ like article or some shit. And I was like, what the hell is this? And it was like, you know, Kobe tragically passes away. And I was like, fuck no. And then I just go on like Twitter and shit, and it's like that's all everybody's talking about. I'm like, damn, it's fucking real, bro. Yeah, I mean, in the back of your mind, you somehow thinking like, nah, Kobe survived that shit at least. If any, you know, anybody survived it, he probably did. But to to hear that he didn't, and then, you know, as the news keeps progressing on, and they they tell you his daughter. Gigi was with him. That shit hurt even more. Oh man! I'm like, no, none of this shit makes sense. How can it? Like, I was just questioning life. I was like, how could you let that happen to him? Like, he don't deserve that. Like, he means too much to the world right now and to too many people. Like, there's so many people that I'm sorry to say this. You could take from this planet, but why Kobe, bro? <laughs> I mean, why why Kobe? And his daughter and everybody else on the helicopter. Rest in peace to everybody on there, man. Yeah, that shit will never, ever sit right with me, man. Because that shit was just so, like... That this, that this... was the, the the more hurtful blow, you know what I mean? Kobe was a, was a super blow as well, but to know that she was there with him, I man. just lost faith in everything at that point. I'm like, life don't make sense right now, bro. No, man. This is This is terrible. This is some shit that that you dream of and you wake up and you go, damn, that's a crazy ass dream. 
And that shit really happened, bro. Man, but... It's but, crazy to even think about it. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I, I can't believe... But I mean, since we're on the topic of NBA, I just can't believe that happened this season. That feels like it happened like a year ago because so much shit has gone down since. It's like... I know, man. It's crazy. But yeah, to get... Uh, to answer your question, though... um. Hell fucking no! I've been saying the NBA should not should should have not come back. Every single time I was seeing a new, <laughs> we NBA. gotta, I gotta throw in the uh the, the what's his name, Doctor Umar. The NBA is a suspect. Clip, right? <laughs> NBA clip. Is a Why you say that? The goddamn NBA is a suspect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He was spitting facts, but um, yeah, the NBA should not have fucking come back, man. I mean, I'm not sure about it. About um, it being a distraction from Black Lives Matter movement, I think, um, you know what I'm saying. We have, you know, enough people with sane, you know, sane minds that could be like, you know, the NBA could come back and we could also still, you know, carry on the movement and continue to, you know, what I'm saying, demand justice for unjust murders of unarmed Black people, but. As far as like pandemic, um, as far as a pandemic conversation goes, though, I just think it's fucking reckless and irresponsible as fuck, especially to bring them to Florida, man. Like, yeah, the fucking mm-hmm. epicenter of this shit. Like, it makes no sense to me, man. Yeah, and my 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 outlook on it is that I I do feel like uh, it's a distraction to you know the Black Lives matter movement. Really? Um I, I don't think that they should be back. I think that this she this season just should have been just cancelled, bro. Like you already ended it, just end it. Like you don't need to bring them back. Like I think it's just gonna be a distraction to what's going on. And I didn't always think that bro. Like I, I think that I started thinking it it was a distraction more recently just because like, bro, 2020 has been such a crazy year. Like, we've had so many different things happen. And I think we we paying attention to it a lot more because we're all home. So everything is just kind of more HD, so to speak. And, like, you know, every everything hits a little more personal now. But seeing how distracted people are now... Like, whether it be with Kanye News, whether it be with uh, fucking Meg Thee Stallion, Tory, like, or, or Drake, like, DJ Khaled came out. Like, bro, there's so many distractions going on with, with other things. I can't even imagine the NBA coming back and how much of a distraction that's going to be with conversations about, oh, look, look, LeBron busting ass. You know, I told you he'd like just different conversations about ball that you know Twitter's going to have and I, that whole shit's going to be a complete afterthought bro like I, I, there's going to be people struggling to get certain news out there heard because people are so focused on the Lakers right 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 and i didn't always think this you know what i mean i thought it would kind of be refreshing to have something that kind of take people's mind off of things because it's been such a stressful year. But, you know, just seeing how distracted people are with all the news that's going on right now, I can't even imagine the shit 
storm as far as media goes that is going to happen once the season starts. There's going to be so much, so many storylines going on, and it's just going to be crazy when the sports come back, and especially the NBA. So it's like, to me, it's a lose-lose situation. I don't see the need for them to continue this season. I say you just call it wraps, man. I, I don't I don't get it. Like I was saying this shit to, to um, somebody I was speaking to. I'm like, man, even if you were to, you know, pretend like this season actually is like an NBA season, like for real, for real, like whoever's crowned champion, there's always going to be like, man, but you... You ain't really win the championship. That was like Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that was like a bullshit ring. Like and, and by the way, this is coming from two people that love basketball, bro. Oh, I love I this shit. I don't love any other sport. Like I only watch basketball. So for me to say like I'd rather them not come back, trust me, that takes a lot for me to say. I would love to see these players come back more than anything. I feel like it'd actually give me something to do, but there's a bigger picture at hand. And I think that, you know, unfortunately, this takes away from that. So I, I can't really stay on the side of it coming back. Yeah. And like, not only that, I mean, to speak more on like the fact that um that this year won't even really matter. Like, I mean, won't, won't even like it's not worth even playing just from a like player perspective. Like, think about this shit, right? Like, imagine it's the NBA finals, right? There's no fucking fans. It's the fourth quarter. Three minutes left. The game's tied. There's not going to be any real fucking pressure. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're playing in a fucking empty gym. Like... Dog, they're going to they're gonna have the motherfucking 2K crowd soundtrack in the background. <laughs> Yo, you know what's funny is that, like, I watch, like, soccer and shit, right? And, like, they'll have games in England or whatever. They literally... Play crowd noise the whole time. Like they have fake uh, fan. That's like, so cringy, bro. <laughs> they're gonna have to do that in the NBA, bro. Because you know, <laughs> you know, we play ball all the time. When you block somebody's shit, you say, "Get the fuck, get that shit out of here, fuck out of here." All that shit. Imagine Melo. <laughs> imagine fucking Melo grabbing a rebound with no crowd, bro. Oh shit, that's terrible, man. Um, transitioning into more. Things on a lighter note. Will and Jada, bro. How how uh how informed are you on this whole storyline and the entanglement storyline? <laughs> Here's the thing, right? I'm fully informed, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> if I'm being Thank honest. you, bro. <laughs> Thank you. I, I wrote on Twitter a couple of days ago. I'm like, bro, like like when the fuck did, did it become a thing to like give a fuck about what celebrities do, especially that that person. Yeah, that private. Like, I really couldn't care less. Bro, like, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care, bro. At all. Like, there's some people that are are so s sincerely invested in it that they're like fucking breaking the shit down like psychologically. Like, oh, well, Jada, she was this much older than him, so technically, bro, shut all that <laughs> shit up, bro. <laughs> Why you care that much? And, and I've been saying this, like, bro, a lot of people that have commentary on this situation, you single as fuck. Like, you don't, <laughs> you can't talk about relationships. Facts. Yo, but but even worse is like, even if they do, I mean, um, even if they had been in a relationship for you know 
obviously not as long as Will and Jada, but a long extended uh, period of time. That's still your experience. Like, Will and Jada are fucking cream of the crop, Hollywood fucking... Millionaires, bro. Like, they live in a different fucking reality than you, bro. Like... You got to evaluate, you know, yourself on on the ladder here. Like, you don't have any room to talk, bro. And, And the same way I'm speaking, directing what I'm saying to other people, that same shit applies to me. And that's why I know I can't say nothing. There ain't shit for me to say. Yeah. What What am I gonna say about their relationship? These two have built an empire together, so I'm not about to say nothing about that. That's their shit. I mean, I have my own ways that I would have dealt with that situation, but guess what? It don't matter. Exactly, bro. Like, it's so it's such a non fucking story. Like, it turned into some bullshit. It doesn't even like. This shit should have never even fucking been a trending thing on Twitter. Like it's such a it's such a like who gives a fuck kind of situation that I don't even have the fucking exactly. time to even expand on it, bro. Like, nah, shit's stupid. Yeah. You you can blame you can blame uh like I said, black Twitter for that, bro. And that's why I said the shit about the NBA being a distraction. Any anything if if that interview with August didn't come out would have just been another day on Twitter, but Kanye West. Oh, man. Which is what we're currently, in real time, experiencing right now. Um, which is a pretty interesting conversation, to say the least. Because it, it kind of goes into everything we've been talking about for this whole conversation. I mean... All all of these topics, all of these points we've made, all of the all of these things can be applied to what's going on with this situation with Kanye. Alright, so just to give like a brief history, right, of my um sort of uh fandom of Kanye, right, is like that shit goes back to literally when I first heard his fucking music, like what was like oh four or some shit college dropout, some shit like that, maybe earlier. Yeah, I, I'm college not sure. dropout. Yeah, like I was like, yo, this fucking dude is amazing, bro. Like I remember I, I went on LimeWire and just like was trying to download everything Kanye and shit, right? And this was like, I remember like um he did he did a tr- uh, a track with Little Brother called I See Now, and I was like, yo, like I still know that verse by heart, and then. Just going forward, I'm like late registration. You know, he drops diamonds with you know from Sierra Leone and fucking. That's my favorite Kanye album, and I'm like, yo, this guy is fucking great, bro. But I'm like, damn, he's cocky as fuck, cause you know what I'm saying. But I'm like, that's just him. Fuck it, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Then we go to graduation. I'm like, yo, this motherfucker does not miss. <laughs> like all his shit is fire. <laughs> like what the fuck? Then what is it? Uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. No, no. Eight Weights and Heartbreak, I think, was next. Yeah, Eight Weights and Heartbreak. Yeah, man. I'm like, nah, what the fuck? This man went to a different fucking genre and killed it. Like, the mm-hmm. album is fucking amazing, too. I'm like, yo, you know what? Because you already know I'm partial to, like, you know, Pharrell and Chad, you know, and the Neptunes. Like, that's my favorite musicians. But as far as a solo artist, Kanye was my absolute GOAT. I'm like, this guy is the fucking greatest ever because... I identify with the shit. I'm like, cause he's not he's not a gangster. Like, 
I'm not a fucking gangster. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he's like a fucking artsy ass rapper and he's fucking fire. Then, then here's my like, here's where I had like a kind of like a moment where I'm like, damn, um, I feel differently. You know what I'm saying about Kanye West was when he dropped Yeezus. Because it was the first time he had ever dropped an album where I'm like, damn, like, I don't fuck with this. Like, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not like I don't think some of the music on there is kind of dope, but I'm just like, it's not the Kanye West that I was familiar with, right? It was a whole new side to Kanye West, which was fine. An artist is supposed to grow and do different shit, but I was like, damn, I'm not fucking with this. And then... It was the promo run for it that really got me like, what the fuck? Was when he was like trying to break into the fashion world, right? This is when he was trying to start Yeezy with Adidas and shit. The deal wasn't even on the table yet, but he was just kind of trying to bring it, you know, kind of will it into existence by going on like, you know, he did a long ass interview with Zane Lowe. We did the funny shit talking about, you know, Lady Gaga and Polaroid and shit. And it's like, damn, like he's being like extra with his fashion shit. Like what the fuck is going on? And then a moment that a lot of people kind of looked at as funny, and I still think it shit's funny too. It is what it is. But I kind of was like, damn, why the fuck did he snap like that? Was when Sway, on Sway in the morning, suggested, yo, why don't you do And he was like, you ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers. I, you ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers, Sway. And all that shit. I'm like, damn, why the fuck did he just like... What the fuck is this? Like this man is wildin', yo. Like I'm not fucking with this. Yeah, but you're right. That was the that was the first display of the bipolarness. Yeah, like that was when I was like, damn. Like Sway is one of the like I don't know Sway personally, obviously, but as far as media heads are concerned, he's one of the fucking nicer dudes ever. Like to do this media shit. I'm like, how the fuck you get snap at Sway of all people? But whatever. Yeah, but that whole era. Is when I just saw the like that was like the as if there was two roads to take like that was when he went left for me, and you know what I'm saying like that was just kind of like the musical journey from a fan's perspective of how I was feeling right just musically, and so you know obviously the easy promo I was going more personally but that was like my fandom and then you see like as time has gone on with the you know support of Trump and then like you know certain quotes that may or may not have been taken out of context that were still mad, offensive, and just wild as fuck. And just like, I don't know, man, like, to say that, you know, we didn't see kind of the progression of kind of his, uh, I don't want to diagnose this guy because I'm not a doctor, you know what I'm saying? But we've seen the progression of this, like, decisions been stranger and stranger as time, time has gone by. And so... Obviously, most recently, you know, with him deciding to run for president and then, like, you know, the rally with him crying on stage, which was extremely hard to watch. And then, I don't know, man. It's just, like, it's gotten worse and worse every year, I think. And this, for me, has been, like, the worst it's ever been, though. So, yeah, that's pretty much my perspective, man. I I just feel bad for the guy, and I hope that, you know that there is a, like, silver lining somewhere, you know what I'm saying, where he finds something that, I don't know, makes him more at ease or some shit. Right. I think that you you hit it right on. I think what I would add to that is um, 
I think the the moment that you seen the switch in him, I feel like that might have been uh my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Okay. Um, I say that based off subject matter and that alone, because obviously the the album is classic, but if we're talking about subject matter and what Kanye usually touched on in his music prior to that, um, completely different, bro. This that that album was uh heavily like sex driven and you can see the sex influence in that album. Um a lot more vulgar. And uh, you know, obviously it, it it reflected even in you know the artwork. He had that right. that artwork that he had to scrap for you know the one that he eventually used with the with his head and the the sword going through it. Yeah. But it, yeah. Uh, originally, I don't know if you remember. Yeah, I think like it's a still, demon it's fucking a girl or some shit, right? It was like some some naked girl on it, but I think that that shows you a little into the mind of. Where he was at that time, I think he was like even with Amber Rose around that time, and you know that was the whole like, uh, I think the the Taylor Swift thing happened before that as well. I, so. I forgot completely about that, but yeah, that was a perfect. Yeah, he, the ta- Taylor Swift thing happened before he dropped that album, um, so he he was going through it, man, and uh, I think after that album, that's when everything switched. You know what I'm saying, like. He he went on to do Yeezus, like you said, which was a very, very super egotistical album. Um, hence the I Am A God song. And I think he kind of humbled himself a little bit on the next project, but that project was still even, still had a lot of sex references and was still kind of sex driven. It, it wasn't the Kanye that people refer to when they say they missed the old Kanye. Right. A lot of the subject matter Kanye talked about, um, you know, in, in the old records was about stuff from a dreamer's perspective. You know what I mean? Like, Kanye's one of my favorite artists, and he's one of my favorite artists because I think he said it himself. He's like, if in order to be a Kanye West fan, you have to believe in yourself. Like if you don't believe in yourself, you're probably not going to be a fan of me. So I think Kanye was always an artist for the dreamer type people, the people that, that like to dream big. And, you know, like you said, it wasn't like no gangster shit. It was just backpack stuff, fashion, art. You know what I mean? It was all that. And all of that stuff kind of went away when when he dropped the My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. You still get a couple of bars in there, but it's not driven by that anymore. Yeah. The subject matter is so different, bro, between college dropout, late registration, and graduation to Dark Twisted Fantasy, Jesus. Like, it's different content, bro. It's, it's very ego, power, sex-driven. Seemed like he was living a different lifestyle, a, a faster lifestyle and. I think that may have been the spiral downfall effect of where he is now as far as his mental health. Um, 
somewhere down deep down inside, you know, he's there, man. And that's why I don't go hard on him because I know he's he's in there. I think that the trauma that he's experienced of of being in this industry and losing his mom and not getting the grief properly for that, I think it, it set something off in him, which kind of leads me to the next topic, which is, you know, just mental health. Uh, specifically amongst minorities, I don't think that we take mental health as serious as we should. And I think if there's any community that's affected by mental health issues, whether it's anxiety, somebody being bipolar, whatever whatever mental issues you may deal with, I feel like there's so many more minorities with mental health issues than we know because they just don't admit that they have anything wrong with them. Everybody is perfect. Everybody's Gucci. So when they see somebody going through something, you know, they're quick to judge. But everybody knows we all have some type of mental problem wrong with us. Like I deal with my own form of anxiety. It's not as severe as some other people out there, but I think we all have our own form of anxiety. And I think that that the that comes from trauma that we experienced as kids or how we grew up, something that makes us trigger. I'm, I'm extremely triggered by time and respect. Um, you know, when I feel like those, when I get my time wasted or if I, if I feel like I've been uh, disrespected, those, those two things bring me out of character so much that I can't even control who I am in that moment. Yeah. Um, and it, it's kind of scary to, to see that because you think you're so in control of, of everything you do until someone kind of just pushes particular buttons that, you know, based off of old trauma that you've built up from, you know, a child or something someone may have done to you or, you know, a way that your parents treated you growing up. Like, we all have some hurt that happened to us before that we end up dealing with as adults later on. And I think this Kanye situation is no different than that. You know what I mean? Like, um, I'm just personally, my opinion on the whole matter, probably talk too much about it, but I just think that, I think that we need to take more time to really read and understand the symptoms of what someone bipolar has. Because I think if you read the definition of what being bipolar is, you would read it and you would probably be extremely surprised because it would sound like you're reading someone talking about Kanye. Yeah, yeah. It literally describes him when you read it. I read, I read just a little bit about just the symptoms of, of being bipolar. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. This, this, this definition of this stuff sounds like someone describing him. And yo, like speaking of that, right? Like bipolar uh, disorder and like um, certain characteristics that go along with it or symptoms. I mean, um, there was this dude, cause I'm like super into like, well, we are, we both are, but I'm like super into like video games and shit, right? And there was this guy who was a streamer, right? And his name was Etika. And 
I think I know you talking about. Yeah, he used to stream like a flat top. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was going through the same exact thing, man. Like out of nowhere, he just started like um, sort of talking about himself in third person and like referring to himself as being really important. He even called himself a god and shit. And he was like, you know what? We're all gods, but also we're all devils. Like he was just kind of like rambling and shit. But I mean, and one situation, you know, he got so like passionate about what he was talking about which was like really just kind of nonsense um the police got called on him and shit and he lived in brooklyn and and like you see like the cops just like you know surrounding his um apartment and like trying to get him out of there and then you know because he was acting really erratic kind of sound like he was going to try to harm somebody or maybe himself and so after he was let go from being arrested whatever he was like, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then like two days later, he makes a video of him walking around. Uh, he was in Manhattan. No, no, he was in Brooklyn. And he was saying how, um, you know, how he's not going to be able to watch this anime that's coming out in two months. And he won't be able to play this new game that's coming out like in a year and shit. People are like, what the fuck is he talking about? And he's like, you know, I was never suicidal before, man, but damn. And then two days later, he was found in the fucking, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he jumped off the Brooklyn Bridge, bro. He was he, he died. So what I'm saying is, like, people are kind of, like, laughing off this whole, you know, Kanye situation. And I hope it never gets to that, you know, that stage. Yeah. But it's, like, it's to be taken very seriously, bro. Like, yeah, it seems kind of funny in the moment. And he's saying wild shit, and, you know, and you guys want to, like, gas him up. Like, yes, talk your shit. But... Like, these mm-hmm. are the ramblings of somebody that's, like, not mentally healthy, bro. Like, and it could lead to some very tragic shit. Exactly. And, and you know, people have a tendency to not take things serious until it's too late. You know what I mean? I, I've seen a lot of people say, like, nah, bro, Kanye's fine. He's just trying to promote this album. Yeah. You might be right, bro. You might be right. Yeah, but I'm come on. like that any anyone's wrong. I'm just saying we don't have the luxury of not giving him the benefit of the doubt because yeah. that's when these things happen. When you don't take what someone is saying serious, and they end that ends up being the time where they are serious and they harm themselves. Yeah, that's all I fear about the situation. I don't agree with nothing that he said, bro. I think it was poor taste. I I don't I haven't agreed with anything he said for years now. Yeah, but. I have the ability to step outside myself and think about what type of trauma he's dealing with that he's even speaking like that right now. He's not qualified to speak on those subjects. So the fact that you even like putting weight on his opinion, you know, on those topics, it just seems like it's a waste of time. It's a waste of your energy to put that much feeling into what he's saying. I want to read this, this because I thought this was pretty uh, pretty informative. Just a little bit, a little insight. Um, name is Dr. Imani on Twitter. She wrote, uh, Kanye is bipolar. Uh, this is what man- mania looks like. It can be confusing and scary at times. She also says, Kanye is very ill. This is mania. I understand how frustrating this can be, but this truly is what bipolar disorder can look like. It's sad that he has no insight currently to get better. Hope he does find help soon. She also says, just to put this in perspective, remember when he shaved his head at the MTV Awards and dissed Taylor Swift? Look at his head today 
and the 2020 written slash shaved in his head. Remember when Britney Spears shaved her head? I'm telling you, this is the impulsivity that is textbook when it comes to mania. And she said, for the record, I am a Kanye fan. A delusion is defined as a firm, fixed, false belief. Remember the three Fs when it comes to delusions. Delusions of grandosity is a symptom of mania like we're seeing here. It doesn't quite make sense to have a campaign rally so late into 2020, right? Don't try to argue with someone who's delusional. You're wasting your time and theirs. And she ends that there. And um, I thought that was a super important tweet that I hope you know, a, a lot more people will get to, to see and maybe it'll help them have a little more insight. Um, I try to break that down as best as I could, but I think that's a better breakdown of what I'm trying to, you know, say my side on. Uh, but overall, like, mental health is, is just something that gets played around with too much in our culture. And I think that there's a lot of unknown about it. Um, we don't even acknowledge it within ourselves as it is. We don't take it serious. We think it's a, we think it's a form of weakness. We think it, call it everything under the sun. It's not, it's not uh, cool, so to speak. So, but I think that, especially this year with, with all the trauma and pain that's going on this year, we, we definitely got to take a step back and kind of take a mental break. I know I, I need to, man. Like, I need to get off offline for a bit. And I already do it sometimes, but I need to actually get off this shit and stop being so locked into what's trending and what are people talking about and just everything. Because it's all traumatic. It's all doing something to you that's going to live with you for a long time. And we all need to, to heal. So everybody definitely take some time to, you know, do some mental healing. Don't forget to do that because that shit's important, man. Do whatever you got to do. You want to fucking play video games for a week. You want to watch movies for a week. Do something, man. But you got to just stay offline, man, because shit is, shit is just getting crazy every day. You you got anything you want to add on it? Nah, man. Just, like, uh, you know, stay inside. You know, if you have to, go out. Wear a mask. Simple shit that, you know, isn't even that difficult. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are the strangest times that we've ever lived in. And, you know, this is just, this is just a new normal for, you know, whatever time that it's going to be going on for. So, you know what I'm saying? Just take the precautions that you need to take in order to make sure that everybody around you and even people you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Stay safe, man. That's it. Yeah, man. Stay safe out there. Lastly, I ended off with fuck Donald Trump. So go out there <laughs> and vote.